This is Now Serving. Now here's Chris and Jess. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Now Serving with Chris and Jess. That's right. It's the podcast where we serve the tea, the tea being the truth, or our versions of it anyways, each and every week. And we have a lot of controversial tea to spill this week, I think. So, Chris, please put the kettle on. (laughs) (laughs) Never fails. Oh, the kettle is warmed. Uh, Sounds like we're ready. ready. (laughs) I also have my cup ready. Don't worry. I've been sipping on this tea for a while. This tea has been, uh, it has been steeping, stewing. I've been stewing, mulling over these topics Mm -hmm. all week. Lots to discuss. There's lots to discuss. First and foremost, I think everybody is talking about this Gillette ad that ran Mm -hmm. this past Mm -hmm. week. Um, Mm -hmm. Their whole thing is, uh, what what was it? The best. So basically their whole thing was uh, the best a man can get is their. um, This is their OG slogan. Yeah. Right. And now they're, is it their new slogan is the best a man can be? Yes. Yeah. Right. So they've like updated a little bit. Mm-hmm. So they've updated a little bit. They're capitalizing on the horrors of the Me Too movement. No problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, as corporate America does. And um, so they've released the stuntiest stunt, I think, of the year so far (laughs) in this commercial in which they call upon um, men to hold other men accountable because, I don't know, because great. And it's very interesting. And I guess they've set up this whole charity and they've pledged a million dollars per year for the next couple of years to... Uh, put their words into action, which I'm very curious to see and will be following up on. Mm-hmm. Mark my words. I will be following up on this. <laughs> mm-hmm. What did you think when you first watched the ad? Mm-hmm. And by the way, if you haven't seen this yet, definitely you can Google it. Mm-hmm. Type in Gillette mm-hmm. ad on, on Google and it will be the first thing that comes up. But yeah, what did what were your first reactions mm-hmm. when you when you saw this? My first reaction was like, Finally, someone has said something because quite frankly, there have been a lot of brands quiet about this and, and, and which is a critique of mine about this ad in particular is that they addressed so much in two minutes. And I was like, well, that, that doesn't excuse your past or anything, but you know, in, in the, in the video, there's uh, mansplaining. There's a woman in a boardroom with a man telling her something. There's uh, objectification. There's, um, you know, people coming forward with uh, sexual assault allegations, all sorts, just basically every sort of uh, issue that plagues women today. And they're like, let's, this is on us. Agree, Gillette. It is. It is on you. It is on you, men. Um, but their whole thing is we need to hold one another accountable. And I think there is even a clip of Terry. Is it Terry Cruz? His name? 
the guy from yeah, it is. White yes, Chicks. Yes. I love yeah. him. He's so funny. Of him, I, I'm sure. I don't know if he's lobbying or what. In, in in some sort of government clip of him being like, men need to hold other men accountable. I'm like, yes, they do. They absolutely do. So when I first saw the ad, I was like, yep, this is this is good discourse to have because I do not hear that anywhere you know and Mm -hmm. in the ad Mm -hmm. like there's men saying to other men like that's not cool or you know whatever and and debunking this whole boys will be boys thing which i was like i i have hated that sentence for i i can't tell you for how long like boys will be boys like that that's some goddamn excuse if i've heard no it's absolutely stupid (laughs) like what um what were your initial thoughts, Chris? So when I first thought of like this is such a stunt, and oh, I like yeah. I was mm-hmm. kind of like in a way like I was it was almost like cringe worthy at first because I'm like I'm like oh my god like this is like they're going mm-hmm. for it and yep. like right away you knew what they were doing and yep. I think it's like oh my god like you're holding your breath because it's like are they going to pull this off or is this going to crash and burn right. However, mm-hmm. I'll say this, like, I feel like they addressed a lot and I like that they called out one of their own ads almost right at the beginning of the commercial. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wish they played that up a little bit more though. Um, and I thought it was cheesy when I think it's a group of kids that like kind of like jump through one of the old ads, which is really fucking bizarre. But I wish yeah. they kind of like played that up a little bit more because I thought that was really cool that they called that out. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still thought it was a bit stunty. Mm-hmm. But, but... um. I thought about it a lot more after. Mm-hmm. Um, and although it is very stunty, mm-hmm. um, and obviously it's an ad, it's a like it's it's an advertisement that trying to sell more razors, sell more Gillette products with this. Um, they're trying to create buzz, but I'm okay with it, I think, because even though it is a bit stunty, mm-hmm. it's creating, I would say, a positive conversation mm-hmm. i'm loving seeing these uh like diehard gillette fans or people that have been using the products for mm-hmm. um for ages like mm-hmm. you now boycotting them because of this ad that's mm-hmm. like i don't know drag them out perfect this is hilarious and i think a lot of those people will learn mm-hmm. from this mm-hmm. and that's in a lot of ways i think part of the point of this too um so I think I'm I'm okay with it actually. I think it's cool, but obviously I'm um I don't think someone that would be overly affected by by this. It's like of course this is how things should be, but um I, I feel like obviously your perspective means more um than than mine in, in, in something like this. Right. Mm-hmm. Um well again <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like you have something else to add. No, and I think the biggest thing though is because I did think it was very stunty. I'm like, hey, they're 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 making money off the Me Too movement in, mm-hmm. in toxic masculinity. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, this is a very like you have to be very very careful doing something like this. But mm-hmm. I think the fact they called out so much, mm-hmm. especially they called out themselves um, in the ad. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, cool. And afterwards, I was like, wow, like, I mean, that was powerful, but it was like, it was like carefully executed. Like this wasn't right. that we just watched in the right. whole thing. Yeah. Like take the, take the pledge and like sign up for this and whatnot. Like 
they're trying to to really own this and, and brand it, mm-hmm. which is a little bit creepy and, and maybe inappropriate, but still like, I think when it comes down to it, it's like, okay, well, like, look at this, like it's getting more people talking. We're talking about it. Thousands yes. upon thousands of other hundreds of thousands of people, millions are talking about this. Right. Um, and it's creating buzz. So yeah, that's going to draw more attention to their brand, but it's also drawing um, more attention to this very important subject. So mm-hmm. is that a bad thing? I don't right. think it is. Well, it kind of goes back to that. Yeah. And 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 thank you for that. It, I think it goes back to that principle that we've so many of us have often heard that says no publicity is bad publicity. But mm-hmm. I disagree. As a public relations professional, I would only want positive publicity for my clients. Um right. this particular instance, for me, it's like okay, this is, this is fine. Um, however, like, it's like, and now what? Right. Right. I, I, how do I say this? I, okay. I agree. I agree that it's good for us to be talking about this. You're right. We probably wouldn't have many people probably wouldn't be having this conversation right now. If it wasn't for this stunt of all stunts. True. I remember, and and I've I mean, I've been trying to compare it to other times that I've seen other brands do similar things. The most recent one I can think of is Nike with them as Colin Kaepernick of their is it their fifty year anniversary? I can't I can't remember off the top of my head where they feature him in an ad, and of course, he's very controversial right now, kneeling during the mm-hmm. American anthem, whatnot. Um, and I, I was like, uh, I mean, you still sell clothing with racist logos on it and you still, um, employ people in third world countries for cents per day so that you can make a 400,000% markup on whatever you're selling. Um, but at the same time, it's, 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 you know what I mean? I'm like, I think it's still good. It's like, great. This is a great first step, let's say. Um, and now what? Another one mm-hmm. that I thought of um, happened a, a while ago now was Dove. Remember back in the day when they had, they were the first to say, love the skin you're in. And they featured mm-hmm, mm-hmm. models of all different races, sizes, and ages. And it was really the first time we saw that from a big brand, right? And it was a huge thing. Yep, and I remember yep, yep. outraged at the time being like, why do you have to make a big deal of it? Just put these people in your ads and don't say anything. Just do it and it will speak for itself. Like people will be like, um, I noticed an old lady in this ad for whatever when before this, you know, it was it was close to the 90s and it was like Kate Moss and whoever was kind of the standard. And look how far we've come. Mm-hmm. I can I can tell you one thing for sure. I walk around the Eaton Center almost every day because <laughs> they work beside it in Toronto, yeah, yeah. which is a huge mall downtown Toronto. All the big brands are there. And I can't believe I, I often find myself saying, I wonder what this would have been like when I was a teenager because all of the American Eagles and, you know, all these different uh, stores 
are flaunting the fact that they have, first of all, you see tons of women of of color now, which you never saw before, very rarely saw before. And they often boast about the fact that they are size inclusive or they, their photos haven't been retouched and this and that. And I'm like, what, what? Like that was never a thing when I was growing up. And every day I was like, I want to be doing like sit-ups every day because I need to look like Christina Aguilera or whoever was, you know, the, the queen of that time. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's interesting to see how far we've come. Is it right to make money off of the fact that you have done the right thing? No, probably not, but it has changed. It has, it, that has been a difference maker. That is one thing I can say that when I was a kid, that was not the case. And that wasn't that long ago. I'm not that old. That was 15 years ago, right? That was not the case back then. I'm assuming that I'm hoping now that we're having these conversations about holding like men, holding other men accountable, because frankly, it can't just be women holding men accountable. That's because you need buy-in from everybody. So I think I would love to see what what our social discourse will be in 10 or 15 years from now and how advertising will have changed 10 or 15 years from now. Does that excuse this stunt? Absolutely not. Procter & Gamble, they not only have... I not only been a bystander in this, but they have been a perpetrator of this. And you said it was at the beginning of the ad of them showing. Think about how many leg commercials we have seen for razors for women over the years. And it wasn't until I think last year, the first time ever, there was a women's uh, shaving commercial that actually showed the woman having leg hair and not just shaving like a beautifully silky J-Lo leg already. Mm -hmm. They were extreme perpetrators of this image that women need to be these like thin, white, I, they were responsible for a lot of it. And I get that, but their ad should have been, we have done a shitty thing for a long time. We are going to donate this much money and here's our five-year plan. I would have respected that a hell of a lot more and said, and by the way, all the men who shave and whatever else, you also need to hold one another accountable. It's the only way we're going to make a real difference. And on top of that, they also need to account for the fact that they charge women more for the same product, quite frankly. And I literally just went on Amazon right now and a pair and a set of razors, which is like five blades, blah, 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 three pack is almost half the price. It's like $4 less than the women's one. Why? What the fuck is that about? Especially when women statistically make less money than men. It's like, okay, great. This is great. And now what? Like, and now what? Mm. (laughs) Anyway. So I don't like, obviously, obviously that's not right. Mm -hmm. And I'm not like, yeah, that's obviously not right. Um, The way I see it, and again, this is just my perspective. Like, I feel like this is like too, I mean, it's some, it it is related, but like, I'm not saying again, I want to stress that I don't feel this is right, Mm -hmm. but I think things are trending in the right direction. Like, obviously Mm -hmm. this is an ad to sell more Mm -hmm. of the, the men's branded 
razors. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a, like a commercial targeted for men. Um, to your first point, though, I think it is really cool how they did call out their old commercial. If they didn't include that, I think that would have been like a huge stunt and people would have reacted very differently. Mm-hmm. But they like literally had a clip of their old ad mm-hmm. kind of being destroyed as like people jump through it. Mm-hmm. Um, and apparently on the website, they did kind of announce some plan. Like, again, I, it's all in my opinion, it is, it is a stunt. It's a, it's a bit of a gimmick, but mm-hmm. it's still getting people talking. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think this is cool though i think that not that this is cool um (laughs) to watch my words but i think it's neat that i think this will put more pressure on them to look at things like the price of of women's razors or or women's products Mm -hmm. that they make Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i agree which is is like this is changed still and i i think like again not that it's right but i still think this is like helping it things are trending in the right direction Mm-hmm. And this is a big first step, I right? I think it is a first step, and as and as basic and as like, ugh, like it's just so like okay, yeah, duh, like you're finally doing the right thing, and now you want all us to go out and buy a Gillette razor for me. I'm like, great, you did the right thing. Now show the fuck up, show up, do continue to do the right thing, which was, you know, I. <sighs> This is, I, I, I just, I have so many thoughts about this. Like, I, I do think that it is important that we're having these conversations, especially because I have yet to see any of the big brands and I'm talking big brands like Procter and Gamble, like 400 million in the bank, big um, Mm -hmm. brands being like, we need to hold men accountable for their actions. Yeah, you fucking do. It's a, it, that's right. It's about time. Okay. And like put this into practice. And I think that great, you know, they've come out with this little stunt and now we all need to continue to apply pressure and say, if you actually mean what you say in this ad, you will do the following. And if not, then it's, it's the worst kind of stunt. It's just, just PR. Right. But congratulations to them. Congratulations to this PR marketing agency who created the ad. You are the stunt of the year. Um, But (laughs) congratulations. But other than that, it's like, and now what? And for me, it's like, okay, great. Now what? You know, I I don't know. I think it'll be very interesting, though, too, because so how like this is obviously somewhat of a a risky move to have this commercial Mm -hmm. that was put out Mm -hmm. but so and you would be uh, more equipped to to speak about this Mm -hmm. more from the PR perspective Mm -hmm. so obviously like it is a known thing that like women's uh, razors are more expensive than men's which is Mm -hmm. not right like Mm -hmm. how do they go about changing that like obviously sure they can drop the price Mm -hmm. And that's a lot of money that they're no longer making. And again, I want to stress that I do not think this is right. Mm-hmm. But then from a business perspective, like how do they go and do that? Like, and do they announce that? Do they say, okay, like, yo, also we are dropping the price to make, you know, things equal. Sorry. What do you like? Would I think that have a positive I think reaction? How do you- accountability. And the thing is, I don't think there has been an overwhelmingly positive reaction to this ad. By any means, I think that this is very, very controversial. And I think the fact that we're like, uh, duh, yes, and now what is a very, 
uh, non-traditional response to this. I don't think most people are having that response. I think most women, quite frankly, are like, great, it's about time and blah, 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 and this and that, which like, okay, sure, that's great. But at the same time, you still have to fucking pay more for a razor. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, yeah. And then the rest, oh my God, I was looking on Twitter at the men who are like, women, blah, blah. there was one guy who his response to everything, because I clicked on his Twitter page was, get back in the kitchen, honey. And I was like, oh my God. And his oh whole thing gosh. was like, Trump 2020. <laughs> that. I was like, oh, this is... This is this is fucking scary. I'm sorry I'm swearing a lot. My mom gets angry when I swear on the podcast, but this is <laughs> an extenuating circumstance. I just I think the right thing to do is th- is to have a campaign that's something like we hear we've heard you and we're taking action and to consult with women and a diverse selection of women uh and say what can we continue to do better? And then that's what you PR and that's what you put out there and say, great, we are going to do X, Y, Z because Procter and Gamble has, first of all, a lot of money and they are responsible for a lot of brands that for many, many years have told women they must look a certain way or they, you know, have sold us products probably that we don't even need or, and, and it, it's infuriating in one way. So great reparations. Now you should say we heard what we heard you loud and clear. In fact, women's razors will be less to make up for it. What is it? Men get paid 13% more on average or something like that. So all of their, their products specific to women should be 13% less than men's. I think why the hell not? Then that would make it fair. I just, I don't know. I, I doubt that will happen, but again, just congratulations to their brand for being the first because now you know there's going to be a whole slew. And and again, mm-hmm. and that's the other part of this is that the, there will be pressure put on all of the other big players on what are you going to do? Like, how are you going to tackle this? But it's I feel like it's only if we support Port Gillette. That's that's the catch twenty two. You know what I mean? Where I feel so. I looked on their YouTube page, and they have nine hundred and one thousand dislikes, and they have four hundred and sixty eight thousand likes. So twice as many people are pissed off about this, or have vo- actively voiced their concern. I don't. It, Very it, interesting. It's, it's scary to me that if another brand came out and said like blah, blah, blah. Like we've been great all along and we don't tell men how to act and whatever. And then all those bigots go and support those people. And then people are making money off of of one brand's fuck up because they're trying to make money off the fucking Me Too movement. Like it just, this was very stunty. If they did their homework, they would have hired a diverse cross-section of women and said, how can we how can we actually affect change? If they sat down with the people of the Me Too movement, if they sat down with activists and women who are lobbying for actual women's rights and made an educated, informed decision and campaign, then the outcome of this would I'm I'm sure, you know, the 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 men would still be pissed off. But I don't think there would be as many angry women. <laughs> Just my just my two cents. Inter- no, I completely agree. And now I'm I'm like looking here 
to see who owns oh venus is like a what's it like there's so many different brands of razors out there right um not all are owned by png but i'm thinking an idea mm-hmm. if they're what's the i guess like the a leading brand for women's razors they could pull the ultimate stunt mm-hmm. and yeah do something like you said drop the price of their razors by 13 yeah. percent yeah um and and create a really cool campaign around that that would be the ultimate mm-hmm. clap back mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it would out ideas here. it would and quite frankly I wish that I thought of that before you did. And <laughs> I wish you that gave me the idea. I well, you're welcome. I'm just kidding. <laughs> is it is it the right is is was this the right move for Gillette? I don't think so. Did they go about it the right way? Probably not. Um, but I'm hopeful right now that the fallout will be positive. Um, and that's if we use our continue to use our voices and apply pressure. But hopefully we're not going to be muffled by all these misogynist right-wing bigots who are quite, quite angry. Mm -hmm. But I I, I guess it's a good way to start. Yeah, I guess it's a good way to start their, their their campaign or start this conversation. Sure. Um, It'll be very interesting to see what happens. Be fun to follow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it will be fun to follow. And again, mark my words, it's a hobby of mine, writing strongly worded emails and offering my opinion <laughs> to customer service and uh, and the like. Um, it's it's a, it's definitely a hobby of mine. So I will be uh, writing. Procter and Gamble, some suggestions, like, great, thank you for doing this, however you you missed XYZ, and I absolutely expect you to be doing this. Um, when the whole thing with Colin Kaepernick happened, I wrote a letter to Nike about the same thing, just saying, Did you they know, reply? No, I still haven't gotten a response. <laughs> I got like an automatic one at first, but you know what? You never know. I just feel like at least I can say I did everything I could, right? Because most people wouldn't do that. Imagine if everybody who who actually agreed with that statement that I just made wrote them a letter or said that to somebody out loud or, you know, said I'm selling my shares until you do that. I think that there is power in taking action even if it's just one a couple of people like you never know and I just I fucking refuse to look back one day and say I could have done more when I I could have you know so the responsibility is on all of us because quite frankly time is up and all this bullshit and I will report back on all of these things. And I'm going to follow up with Nike right now while I'm thinking of it. Um, <laughs> only because I think, and it's sort of like, you know, I found when I was working in sports, I had to do this a lot working with men where they have, there's this male fragility where you, it, when you want to win everybody over, there's just so much ego stroking and it goes against every fiber in my being, but I, I knew how to play the game. And, you know, there's some people who are like, I don't do that. And I was like, yep, I totally respect it. I 
I completely understand. And I think towards the end of my career in sports, I was more on that, like, just I'm a fucking person and that what I have to say is valid and whatever else. But I think that there certainly is a way that you call people into action. And I'm not sure if always being angry is the right way, although the anger is totally justified, right? So we'll see. Of course it's justified. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But one thing I can say for sure, I look back at Dove and I think when I was a teenager, that was the most remarkable shit. I remember the first time I saw one of those Dove billboards. I was actually in Toronto. And I remember seeing it. It was right off the Gardner. We were heading west on the the Gardner. And I was like, I can't believe this is the thing. And I remember thinking like, this will never take off. Like this will never take off models. And that is the brand now. And it's a thing now, right? But that's the brand. Tons of money off of it. Oh, I'm sure. Was it right? I'm. I don't. I'm probably not. Were the people who made those decisions probably all old white dudes? Probably. And you know, and it was a stunt. But look at the fallout. So I'm. Ho- I'm. I'm hopeful. Probably naively so. But it's. Mm, anyways, I think this is the step in the right direction. A step I think in the there's right a direction. lot more that can be right. done, but like, and mm-hmm. again, like we have, sure, it's important to hold them accountable, but I mm-hmm. think like this is the right step. And I think now that there's a lot of attention on this, mm-hmm. it's a lot easier to apply pressure and hopefully get results. That's mm-hmm. my two cents. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I meant to bring up when you said earlier, like this is an ad for men. I, I really don't think that this is an ad. For men, I think this ad is geared towards women, um, and I'm, I'm or maybe both. But n- nobody says jack shit about all the hyper masculine bullshit branding and advertising that we see for a number of other things, you know. And I'll, was it the best executed campaign? Definitely not. But I, I would have to agree. I think it is a step in the right direction. And hopefully we see some other brands doing the right thing and properly, like doing the actual right thing. <laughs> there's in what's interesting, there's so many different opinions online. And we would obviously oh, yeah. love to hear yours yes. too. So you could tweet at us at Chris Craigman, at Trey Posh, or at now serving PC. Yeah. You can yes. also follow that account for the latest episode updates and more. That's right. Obviously. That's right. <laughs> it's my favorite account on Twitter, 2BH. Wait, what is it? TBH. And uh, we would love for you guys to follow us. So, um, and I, 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 as this continues to unfold, I will be tweeting more and more. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Anyways, (laughs) um, it will be fun to watch and we will keep you all updated. But um, I think that's all that we can spill for this week because I'm raging so hard and I can't tell if I'm cold or if I'm raging so hard that I feel (laughs) shivering. So we'll just be right back. Now Serving Podcast is supported by Zencaster. Zencaster allows us to record in two different locations plus interview guests without sacrificing audio quality. It also makes recording a breeze. 
Join today and use promo code NOWSERVING to receive 20% off your first three months of service. And now, back to the podcast. All right. So many hot topics this week. This week. I can't even talk. Um, earlier this week, Aeromexico, which is uh, Mexico's uh, uh, flag-carrying airline. I believe that's the proper term, but that's like the, the airline of Mexico, the official airline of Mexico, mm-hmm. um, created or, or released this, in my opinion, brilliant ad um, that basically says um, one of the most popular destinations, I think it is the most popular destination for uh, people living in Mexico um, to travel to is the United States. Um, but they say it's not uh, the same in reverse. So Americans don't like going to Mexico as much. Mm-hmm. And so uh, they're basically interviewing people from, uh, I believe it's a town in Texas. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to figure out, so why don't people want to go to Mexico. And so they interview all these people. It's uh, it's very interesting to watch. And apparently these are real people. Uh, but they're interviewing all these people being like, why don't you want to go to Mexico? And people have like no valid reasons. Um, they're like, uh, they're just like, it's bullshit. Like I want to stay here and they can stay there. Like just so ridiculous. Like it's kind of what you'd expect. Um, but then what they do is they offer them all DNA tests and what, because there's a lot of people, uh, like a lot of people in the, the States have, have Mexican roots. Like they're, a lot of their DNA is, is from Mexico or is Mexican. And so they offer them DNA tests and whatever percentage of them is Mexican, they offer that, uh, as a discount for them to fly on the airline to go visit Mexico and so it's hilarious watching their faces and reactions. Um, there's one guy, he's like 22% Mexican and he's like, that's bullshit. He gets so <laughs> angry <Yeah. laughs> that he's part Mexican. He can't believe it. He's like, mm-hmm. that can't be real. Like you just see him. Uh, it's one of the funniest, most entertaining, satisfying things I think I've watched in a while. Um, you saw it too. What did you think? I, I was dying watching this. Hmm. Um. You know what? I have to say, for that one, I wasn't that uh, smitten with it. Only really? because okay. I I know I'm sorry because my brain, as you know, nothing is simple with me. But I have to wonder. First of all, they interviewed a very specific type of person, I think, Mm -hmm. in my opinion. So they all had Southern accents and they sort of, they, they showed this map that had uh, a bunch of different location pins dropped, littered all over the Southern United States. And you're right. Their whole thing was for, for years and years, Mexicans have been moving North. Okay. Yes. We all, we all know this and I'm not surprised to learn that Many Americans are have Mexican ancestry, which is is my first thing. H- how I didn't know that was a a thing. How can you test that? <laughs> how can you? T- I I didn't because M- Mexico was colonized also, right? So it's are you like part of the indigenous people there? Are you from the 
the Spanish uh, conquistadors, if you will. I took a I took a Latin American history class many many years ago, <laughs> um, so that's why I know that word. Um, I don't I don't know. First of all, anyways, let's just say that that you can test it and it is a thing. The way they represented these people were that they were they looked low income because it seemed to me that one lived in a trailer park and you know they weren't living in these beautiful modern homes and they they didn't sound well educated. And one could deduce that they were low income sort of uneducated uh, people, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Totally, yeah. And it feeds into this idea that the people who are rallying for this wall, because really that's what this whole thing about uh, is about, is Donald Trump and his intention of building a wall at the U.S.-Mexico border. Okay, I, I cannot comment on that right now because we don't have enough time left in this episode. Anyways, um, but I wonder what, sorry, this feeds into this idea that all those people who support this wall are like those people. But I think that's a very unfair representation of of the right. And by the right, I mean the right leaning, like po- politically speaking, on the, on the political spe- spectrum. I wonder what the reaction would have been had they tested the elite, the people who are running Donald Trump's campaign and all the people who uh, bought big, you know, huge, huge uh, thousands of dollars donations to his campaign and to and to the Republican Party. I have to wonder. There's certainly That's those those tycoons, you know, in Texas mm-hmm. and and all over the South. I wonder what the response would have been there. It's just 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 I don't a disagree thought. with that. Mm-hmm. I, I I totally I kind of thought that too. I was like, this is like they're they're targeting this. There are like they knew what they were after, mm-hmm. and and I think you could have, you know stereotyping i think you kind of expected mm-hmm. the the reactions mm-hmm. from from these people when when you first heard mm-hmm. them you know starting to talk and especially the area of the country that they focused on i think that said and not that this is necessarily right i think a lot of americans stereotype mexicans in a certain way too mm-hmm. so and i think not again that like it, they should have to to lower themselves to to America's level, but I think it's kind of interesting that they did that because they're very much stereotyping, you know, the, the type of American that you would assume is is very much pro uh, wall. So I think that was kind of the the intent with it. And again, not that it's right, mm-hmm. um, but that's my kind of take on it i think they were trying to do something that's very like stereotypical american this is how right the the world views americans that are are, are for the the wall and so is that fair probably not um well it, but it's I, served, I, I think it's it got the, the, the point of the commercial exactly yeah yeah mm-hmm. it is interesting mm-hmm. though too though because those people in the commercial are apparently you know they weren't actors um, they did agree to do a DNA test in exchange for, um, you know, a discount 
a discounted airline ticket. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. And, and, and maybe, you know, lower income uh, individuals would be more drawn to, to something like that. So maybe they were targeted, but mm-hmm. I still thought it was pretty effective. Uh, again, like obviously I don't mm-hmm. agree that it's right, but I also don't agree with their views. And so maybe that's, kind of shallow of, of me to say that. Right, right. But, uh, and like, well, I certainly don't agree with it. So, right. <laughs> I, I enjoy laughing at them because I think they're pretty ignorant. Yeah. Uh, I don't care I how, would, how much yeah. they're worth. I agree. I would have to agree that ignorance is real. That I, I just, it's, it just, you know, in one way, it does sort of highlight how how ig- you're right, the ignorance that exists for many of these people and how they just they likely sort of just believe whatever is being uh, shouted at them. And they all seemed pretty excited to go to Mexico after they learned they were going to get 20 percent off a flight. Um it, the one lady was only 3% Mexican. Right. So unfortunately, she did not get that much of a discount. I think it just, well, we've, and I, of course, we have seen these stunts before. Um, mm-hmm. These stunts have already been pulled by the likes of daytime TV greats such as my queen, Oprah Winfrey, and my king, Maury Povich. <laughs> so where, you know, DNA results show you will sometimes give you an answer you didn't think you wanted well that you didn't want to hear quite frankly um i remember in the 90s oprah was doing this whole thing of you know dna testing uh skinheads and this and that showing them that their ancestry could be traced all the way back to africa and that you know we're all part of the whole thing is we're all humans at the end of the day and i know that this is easy for you and I to say this and for, um, uh, I, I don't know for, for us to, to say that and, and understand it for others, for whatever reason, they, they, for, for some reason think that where you're born or the color of your skin or whatever else, uh, makes a difference for whatever reason. It's, I hope, yeah, I hope these people go on the trip to to Mexico because mm-hmm. then they're going to learn a lot. They'll be more educated on on Mexico and in, in the area, and that it's you know not necessarily a, a terrible place. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, yeah, again, don't agree with that. I don't know if I could travel to Mexico, and which is another, <laughs> which is another no, whole thing. <laughs> but my whole thing is everyone who is against this whole illegal immigration sort of thing. I, I, I understand, but we should all be putting pressure on the Mexican government um, because there shouldn't be that many people trying to leave your country, right? Why are these people leaving in the first place? That's where the problem is. Anyways, that's for another day, but um, there certainly isn't anything wrong with these people. And I'm sure that, you know, I've heard it's a beautiful place to visit I I don't know if I myself would go there, but, and I've never been, so maybe I'm speaking out of ignorance also, but it, was it a good little stunty commercial? Congratulations. Yes, it was. It was stunty. And I believe this same airline threw shade at Trump a couple of years ago too, didn't they? They did. They did. 
Yes. I didn't see that yet, or at least I'm I'm not uh, overly familiar with it, but they did something. um, uh, What was the line? Um, There are no borders within us. It was more of kind of like a very like deep emotional Mm -hmm. um, kind of commercial. It was uh, right after Trump became president. Mm -hmm. And it was, from what I understand, a pretty powerful Mm -hmm. ad. But I remember, yeah, that was the tagline, and I can see it here now. There are no borders within us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So. As kind yes. of like the airline of Mexico, I think it's kind of cool that they're they're leveraging that, um, yeah, and doing something and, pretty creative with it. Right. So and rising above. I mean, con- yes, again, I would like to offer them a, a congratulations, and uh, yeah, I just yeah. I would have loved to see more diversity in the commercial. Like if they had, because it yeah, seems like fair. they, you know, then I think that really would have packed a lot more punch if it was just some normal average people in the suburbs, people in the trailer park, people here, people there. Everyone's like, oh, great. You know, oh, I'm Mexican. It's like, yeah, we're all human beings, but whatever. And, and I think that would have, if, if it were up to me, that's what I would have done. Wow. You know what I'm learning? I really just need to open my own firm. <laughs> <laughs> But I completely okay. agree. I think they were going after like this is not that I want to describe this as a fun commercial, but it was very like stereotypical American. Right. This is it what they think like of Mexico. Parody. Yeah. 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 But apparently they were real people, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That I think is they were interesting. Totally, I really think they were playing off of kind of like how everyone sees Mexicans as as one way or Americans view Mexicans as as one way. I think that's kind of what they're going for, but I completely understand where you're coming from Mm -hmm. because it did come off almost a little bit. Mm -hmm. It was a little odd. Mm -hmm. Which I like, I get it. Of course I get it. I get it. I'm just offering some critiques. I'm just playing devil's advocate because this is now serving and no topic is off limits. (laughs) Nothing is off limits. We've been so much tea that's lasted a while. Um, (laughs) But on that note, we have some more tea for you, of course, uh, right after this. Podbean is now serving's home for podcasting. Podbean has everything you need to create, manage, and promote your podcast. It's perfect for beginners or well-established podcasters. Join today at podbean.com slash now serving. And now back to the podcast. Or Jess, what's the most you've won on like a lottery ticket? Have you had any winnings on a lottery ticket um, before? Once I won like ten dollars or something, and okay. but I've all, I can count on my hand the amount of times I bought a lottery ticket. I'm not I I don't know how to play the lottery or anything, but it's because I always feel like it's a scam. Like I'm losing more money than I'm gonna ever win, so I just would rather buy. You know, so responsible. Anyway. Yeah. So responsible. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I can be supposedly. Yeah, the, I, I think it's the odds are in your favor mm-hmm. to to mm-hmm. not spend money in the lottery. Mm-hmm. So you've never had like one of those giant like novelty jumbo checks. <laughs> never, never a huge winning like that. I, I haven't. Have you? No, I haven't. Uh-huh. But, but a man in Iowa, uh, his name is Tyler Heap. He won one dollar mm-hmm. uh, with a, a scratch ticket 
one whole dollar and he insisted on being paid out with a massive novelty check. <laughs> and I am living for this story. I was dying reading it. So he drove down to the lottery headquarters uh, with his his winning ticket um, and asked to be paid out, you know, like, you know, when people win millions. Mm-hmm. Um, and sure enough, they honored his request. So they mm-hmm. made a, a big jumbo check for him Mm -hmm. um he got his picture and he was interviewed in the area like where people who win like millions or (laughs) you know really large prizes Uh so he's standing there with his massive one dollar check i'm sure the actual check was worth way more than a (laughs) dollar i'm sure those things aren't super cheap to (laughs) to pump out but uh but yeah he has it and uh he says he's hanging on to that that check as a, a souvenir that's a stunt if I've ever heard one. Wow. But I'm kind of for this. I think I, that's hilarious. <laughs> you know what? I kind of am too. Does it kind of feed into my whole idea that playing the lottery will cost you more money than you'll ever win? Yes, because he spent money to drive to the headquarters and the people probably had to pay like, I don't know, 50 or 100 bucks or something to get one of those giant checks made. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but do I admire his... Uh, bold decision to demand that he be treated like everybody else? Of course. Do I admire the fact that he is grabbing life by the balls and celebrating every day? Also, yes. So congratulations to him. <laughs> it's, that's I think that's I think it's cute. He, cute. I don't know. He, he, he said, uh, they decided to treat me just like a million dollar winner. The man, um, the guy came down the stairs and they took me into the back room where the camera was with the Iowa lottery logo. Um, sure enough, they wrote me, uh, the $1 check and had me hold it up and took some pictures. Um, and it looks like he did spend his winnings. He said he spent it on half a gallon of gas. So wow, America. So, there you go. There we go. Look you at know this. what I actually like the best about that is that the the lottery people just went along with it. Because yeah. most people would say, fuck you, you know, like you're you're out of your mind. We're not doing that. But that's yeah. good. That's good for their reputation, I think. You know, totally. everybody's a winner for them and all winners will be treated this way. So if you know what, I guess now if I wanted to buy a lottery ticket and hope to win somewhere, if I wanted some nice stunty stuntness out of it, I would head on down to Iowa and buy a ticket there. <laughs> you could. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know where the in, in, in Ontario here. Mm-hmm. So, well, gee, I'm pretty sure the office is in Toronto. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. You should do this. Go mm-hmm. get a ticket. Win mm-hmm. like even like $2, whatever the hell you can win on it. Mm-hmm. Bring that ticket there and see if they do it. I bet a lot of people try to do this now. Oh. They'll do it probably. for the gram. People love that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Everything is for social media. <laughs> I think I would do it. I think they'd be hilarious. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I would want to keep that check. I don't <laughs> I do something with it. I know. I know. It just seems like a waste, but in Fair a way enough. it isn't. You know what? You have to celebrate the little things in life because who knows? He could lose all his money in the future. He could lose. I well, don't he know. he spent it already, unfortunately. Oh, right. He did <laughs> it on half a gallon of gas. <laughs> He's already spent his winnings. How sad. <laughs> 
<laughs> just like all the millionaires. You know what? Yeah, he is just totally. like all the rest. We're all the same yeah. and we're all yeah. deserving of a big giant check. Yes. Mm-hmm. Maybe he can get a discount from Aero Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> put that that'd be fun <laughs> that's right because not everybody likes mexico but everybody likes a discount <laughs> i bet he's a fan of gillette i think he would be he seems like that kind of guy he seems fun he's a stunt he seemed, queen he, yeah <laughs> he's our stunt queen of the week <laughs> caper he totally is oh my gosh and we totally forgot to play this <laughs> Congratulations, Iowa Lottery Man winner of $1. You're the stunt queen hot mess of the week. (laughs) We absolutely love it. Um, I mean, of course, if you've ever won a a significant amount of money and gotten one of those checks, please tweet this photo of us or the photo to us at Chris Kregman at Trey Posh or at Now Serving PC, PC for Podcasts on Twitter. We would love to see it. And of course, we'll retweet it and congratulate you on your success. <laughs> we'll even talk about it on the podcast. We will. We would love to talk about anything anybody would like for us to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Always open to, mm-hmm. to ideas. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And with that said, this has been another week of hot topics. I can't wait for next week. I know what's gonna always happen. So much on the go. What will let's, happen? There's always something. Yeah, let's see what brand or company is going to try to profit off of the <laughs> struggles of underrepresented Black Indigenous people of color and women around the world. Who Sorry. Could it be? <laughs> <laughs> <You> never know. <laughs> and with that, nothing. We... Nothing surprising anymore. Nothing surprising anymore. <laughs> it's sad, but it's true. Like, seriously. Mm -hmm. Oh, boy. All right, everyone. Mm -hmm. Okay. Until next time, Mm -hmm. have a fantastic week. (laughs) Bye. We want to hear from you. Visit us at nowservingpodcast.com. New podcasts are released weekly. Don't forget to subscribe.